Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. Or if it's your first time, welcome to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. There are 30 episodes you can currently listen to. And we're your hosts. Yeah, we're your hosts, Kim and Aaron G. We are healthcare travelers ourselves and world travelers and the creators of the online course traveler school wow i botched that didn't i have no idea who we are i know all right let's keep it moving the intros i I just they're always they're always something that i don't enjoy we're still figuring this out and i agree because they feel unnatural like it feels unnatural for me to be like hello welcome i just want to be like hey what's up yeah and maybe maybe, that's what we should do Because I feel like we're, it's always, it always feels like the most unnatural part of the pod. And then once we get past it, we're always like, oh, deep breath. And like, yeah, and then I feel we never, more relaxed. I, I hate it. Like, and we never want to introduce ourselves because that feels weird. And we do it every time, but then we forget there's new people listening all the time and they might not know who the F we are. And so it's important. So we're just I trying guess to I figure always feel all this like out. If you see the head, the, image of Kim and Aaron G on the podcast, the Freedom and Scrubs podcast, you click on it, there's your introduction right there. Yeah, but all the pods I listen to, everybody always introduce themselves. I know. So I think it's important. And I also don't like a a pre-recorded intro either. So I'm I'm in this pickle. (laughs) Yeah, we're figuring it out. So stay (laughs) tuned. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Okay. So on this episode, we are doing another Ask Kim and Aaron G. We've done two in the past, and those honestly are my favorite they are. ones to record because we basically are just answering your questions, and they're on a bunch of different topics. And so we kind of jump around to different topics, but they're fun um, and... Well, I was trying to break it down because I was wondering, you know, a lot of times we sit and we have Google Doc after Google Doc after Google Doc of things that we think of that we would like to talk about on the podcast. But it's like with this, this is like literally, what do you guys want to hear? People write in and then it's fun because you feel like you're answering the questions that people want to hear. I love the questions. Right. And they're usually really good questions. Yeah. If you guys have a question that you want us to answer or just a topic that you want us to chat about, head over to freedomandscrubs.com and just click contact us and you can email us. And while you're there, leave us a review. Yeah. We always appreciate that. Everything's in one place. All right. Let's just get in. Let's just get into it. Let's, let's start it. answering the question. So, well, before we get into it, should we just say what we're going to answer? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we're going to talk about the top five, our top five countries that we've traveled to currently which mm-hmm. those of you guys who know or have been listening, you know we're about to go on a massive year-long trip. It's definitely over 25 countries. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting to see how that changes. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about our top five for where we've already been. And then cruising versus land travel, our thoughts on that because we've done both. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive into all of those questions. Loaded episode. Let's do it. Do you want to do any updates or do you want to just get into the questions? Let's get into the questions. Okay. I think we're pretty updated. We're pretty updated. I mean, we did, just, we did just put it on the calendar and it fits in one calendar until our last day yep. of our contract. This is true. I feel like this is kind of a moment 
because we have this huge whiteboard in our living room. We have many and we, whiteboards. We were all about like living simple mm-hmm. and just, you know, utilizing everything you have. Everything we own fits in our Jeep and we're specific about what we lug around with us around the country. But the but the one thing we will never compromise is our whiteboards, Correct. which is funny because they don't pack well. No, and they've been beaten to shit too. They but. have. <laughs> but we love the organization of having a calendar, having all the things on it. It's where we write our ideas and our dreams and all the things. Well, on Sunday we do our weekly to-dos. We yeah. do we write out our weekly schedule. Um, yep. Yeah, so we're very detailed. And so Aaron updated this the calendar this morning. And our official last day of work is on the calendar and the day that we're leaving for New Zealand, which is kicking off our year trip around the world, is officially, officially, I can see it. It's visible. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm staring at it right now. That's insane. It is. I have 16 days left of work. I have 19 days left of work, which is weird. Why is that? Because you're only working three days on your last one. Then I do four tens and you do five eights. Okay. And then I have 10 days of call out of those 19 days of work. We're almost there. Yeah. I can see the light. I know. can see the light. Okay. So that's what's happening with us. Let's jump into the questions. The first question that I think will be fun is what's your favorite top five countries you've been to so far? Mm. And so we were sitting around kind of chatting about it this morning Because it's always hard to pick your favorite. You know, there's always places that you enjoy about. You We enjoy something about everywhere we go. But there's definitely a few standouts of places I know I even want to go back to. I think it's funny that I even actually said, have we even been to five countries? I know, Eric goes, we've never even been to five countries. And I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) We started naming them and I was like, wow. Yeah. So this is an interesting thing because when we... We've been on one cruise. So I'll just, before we get into the five favorites, I think the cruise versus land travel. Because the first big international trip that we did was a cruise. And we did a Mediterranean cruise. It was like 14 days. And we were going back and forth of whether we should do, you know, actually like just land and kind of be in the countries and go, or if we should do a cruise. And we decided on the cruise because A, it was cost effective. You get to go to a lot of different places and all of your food and stuff is included. So we're like, okay, it's a good price. And you we got to go to so many different countries in one fail swoop in a short amount of time. And I want to add it was less scary. Perfect. Because that 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 was my, I was the anxiety of leaving the country for the first time. Other than going to like Dominican, Jamaica... Right. Whatever, but we would do all inclusive resorts that were guarded by guards. So right. I don't really feel like we explored. No, we were yeah. So leaving the country for the first time, it made me feel the only the thing that I get anxiety around is transportation to and from where you want to go, um, exploring places you don't know. Which is funny to say this now because now it's just like that's the fun, that's the excitement. The, that's of what it. I want. Yeah. Um, which is going to lead into our topic of conversation, but having one place to stay in all those different countries. So you're not finding like an Airbnb or a, you know, hostel or a hotel and having to transfer and having to do all these things around this country that made me feel a little anxious. So the cruise was a great way to jump into international travel without the loadedness of the anxiety that comes with 
the figuring it out and the details and the planning. And I agree. I think that a cruise is a really great option for brand new travelers, for newer travelers, because you get the experience of going out and having this like really cool experience or this adventure abroad, but it's, um, you're leaning into it and there's less on your shoulders that you have to figure out. And so it's less scary. Well, I mean, and on top of that, you literally, when you book your excursions, which they have everything booked through the cruise, you show up in the cafeteria. That's where we did. We sat down there with an entire group of people that were going on the same adventure with us, which then we ended up talking to people. So then you have people that you know, you get to know along the way and you're all going together. So you're all going through customs together. You're showing your passports together. You're, you have a guide the entire way from walking down the the bridge Mm -hmm. to your, so you load into a van together. I mean, it's very, it really is. It's a good way to get your feet wet, period. So that being said, so that was our, that was why we decided to do a cruise. So we've done the cruise and having done that and also now having traveled to a lot of different countries just solo by ourselves figuring it out what i liked about the cruise was everything we just named plus we got to go to a lot of different countries and get a taste Mm -hmm. and then decide where we wanted to go and spend more time correct because the thing with the cruise and what i didn't like about the cruise is you're only in each port for a couple of hours and so you really don't you don't even get to scratch the surface like you get off the boat you're with a huge group of people and then you get you know eight hours 12 hours depending on where you are but eight to 12 hours and it's just like you're getting this little taste and I never wanted to get back on the boat. Like I wanted to stay in the country. I wanted to get lost in the streets and dive in and like be able to explore more. But there was a cutoff of like, now we have to go back to the boat. And I didn't like that. And that's why I would never do a cruise again because I like to be in the area where I am. Well, one thing that I realized that I, I really loved at first was the fact that you go back to the boat and there was like things to do but i started thinking to myself why are you traveling outside the country to do things american right why are you going to have entertainment Mm -hmm. from like you know a cirque de soleil and those are things that those countries a lot of those countries that you go and see especially in like southeast asia don't have so it's not a cultural experience and that's what i really love the most is getting lost in these cities staying in places that you normally wouldn't stay in because that is what the experience is supposed to be right you travel for a reason because you want to see you want to see different things. You want to experience different cultures and ways of doing things and ways of living and eating and all of that. Like that's the fun of it, the newness, the difference. Or you could just travel around the United States and have the same experience. So that was the thing with the cruise. I also didn't love, and we were kind of talking about this before we turned on the mic, but maybe you want to talk about it, of how when you're in that group excursion, you have mm. to be with the group. And I would have done that differently, even if we did ever do a cruise again. Yeah, no, it was um, like, for instance, we were in Vatican City in Rome, and we had 12 hours to get all of this stuff done. It was go, 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 go crazy. Mm-hmm. But what they did is they we got the Vatican City, and they allotted, I think it was an hour and a half for the people to go souvenir shop. Mm-hmm. And I felt like with that hour and a half, Kim and I would have got lost in the city. We would have found a cool place to eat. We would have found something culturally that we would have done. But instead, you couldn't venture out for that hour and a half because, one, you don't want to get lost and away from your group. Now you have no ride back to the boat. So we felt compelled to have to sit there and mm-hmm. basically only stay within a certain perimeter and report back to our group within the hour and a half because we weren't going souvenir shopping. Right. 
And I think... We bought a magnet. Right. Because we buy... That's our thing. We buy a magnet everywhere we go. And I think that's kind of the con of being in a group. The pro is that you have, especially if you're solo and it is your first time, it's nice to be with a group. It's nice mm-hmm. to know I'm going to have a ride to the boat. Like I don't have to think about anything. I just get to show up and enjoy the experience. The con is that you are with a group. And so you're doing as the group does. And there's no like, I'm going to go over here because then you might not find the group again. And so I didn't like having to be shuffled around with everybody in this huge group of people that being said we booked all of our excursions through the boat which I liked at the time again I was we were new to traveling and so we just wanted the easiest route possible like the Mm -hmm. path of least resistance because we were nervous a it's more expensive that way when you book through the boat it's always going to be more expensive And B, you can, depending on the port you're going to, but you can easily just get an Uber now, especially. There was an Uber back then, but a taxi, whatever, into the city of where you're going. And we could have just spent 12 hours on our own going and doing the thing, but we had already booked with the tour of Mm -hmm. the boat. Mm -hmm. And so that's something I I would just go do our own thing if we ever did it again. But there's still that time limit. There's still the time limit, right? And so I don't think I would honestly ever do a cruise again Mm -hmm. um, just because I really, what I learned about myself on that trip, and again, we were just getting our feet wet. We didn't know. We weren't travelers. We didn't know what we were going to like or what to expect. But what I learned about myself is that I loved the feeling of feet on the ground, in the country, exploring, just like being absorbed in that energy. And I never wanted to go back to the boat. And so now moving forward, we're on the ground. And I love that about traveling. Well, yeah. And even sitting there, one last thing really quick, but just sitting there watching a lot of the YouTube videos. And I had this realization last night, so it's pretty real, is when we travel, usually we were traveling on a time frame or we had to be somewhere at a certain time or we had to be back at a certain time. But just really thinking about if things go wrong, I'm actually kind of excited about it because it turns into more of an adventure and that the worst case scenario, you stay in an airport hotel or you find a new place to stay or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that that whole cruise thing was nice because it was so logistically planned. Everything was boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of room for things to go wrong necessarily. But it's when easy. you're traveling on your own, there is that room. And that's what a lot of people don't like. But now I've changed my mind frame to where like, I actually kind of like that whole mentality of, you know, tomorrow is we, we don't know, like, we're just going to figure it out along the way. And, and that gets really you can either choose to be scared which i used to be very anxious over that now i'm almost excited about it like Mm -hmm. this could be really cool and i'm not trying to get somewhere really quick or if i do have to change my plans that's okay and so that's just kind of it's just part of the experience it is so where's your top five countries okay so bali is always going to be number one um why anytime i think about where one of my favorite places is bali is the first place that comes to me and I just find that island so magical. It has such a a special energy that I've honestly never felt anywhere. The people are so kind. They love to teach you about their culture, about their religion. 
Um, they like to take you into their world and share it with you. And so I felt like we really got to dive into the culture and we got to learn a lot about it from our hosts and just people, we, even our drivers. Like they just want to talk, talk, talk and tell you all about like the Balinese people and Hinduism, which I thought was really interesting. And it is a very highly touristed area, but I still feel like it's not completely overrun yet. Well, and it depends on where you go. I mean, Simniac and yeah. Chingu and all those places are like... Yeah, there's a lot of expats. There's a lot of like people go from like Australia. That's kind of like their spring break area. Um, but I, but we stayed in Abud most of the time and I felt... And that's, that's touristy too. Or I don't know about touristy, but there's a lot of... Um, like a lot of people go there that yeah. visit Bali. But it still has this feeling. It still feels very... It doesn't feel touristy. It never felt touristy to me. It felt very local. It felt like we were having a local experience. And I also love that there's mountains. There's beaches. There's hiking. There's um, rainforest. There's incredible food. There's um, like a lot of really great... like healthy potions and things like that which I'm a huge fan of like I love that kind of stuff and um I don't know I just that was just one of my favorite places and I cannot wait to go back so where's your number two number two is Thailand okay I love Thailand I agree with that I I mean I I would actually if it was me I would flip probably Thailand and Bali yeah my number one was Thailand yeah I just really enjoyed it there it's it's an incredible country and we actually only spent time in northern Thailand, mm-hmm. which I love, but I, inc- I can't I can't say because I never went to southern Thailand, which is but. incredible. But southern Thailand is known for you know the most beautiful beaches in the world, and so I'm excited because on our next trip of what or the trip we're about to go on, we're gonna circle back and we're gonna go to southern Thailand. Mm-hmm. But just the people, the food, oh, the food, the excursions, the temples. Oh just my. everything about it. Like, it, there, there's just something, there's really, it's very adventurous, mm-hmm. so friendly, the land of smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, even, remember, okay, remember we got scammed, mm-hmm. but that was the funnest day I've ever had. It was, yeah, it was a scam, but it ended up being, like, a crazy, we didn't even know we were scammed it until it was, like, too late. Like, two U.S. Two dollars to tour the town in a tuk-tuk and see fake temples, which was fine. It was intense it was fun we got on a boat we did a river cruise i mean it wasn't ideally what we wanted to do but it was so much fun it was fun um i think it just has really good energy Mm -hmm. the food yeah the food was everything the food's everything yeah 100 percent. cow soy i'm coming for you i Mm. cannot freaking wait yeah i know okay uh i feel like we could just go on and on and on number three three is I think Tanzania. Tanzania, yeah. Honestly, and and here's why though. Not for not for like what I think people would expect, but we had a very kind of unique special experience there where we really had a local experience. We were cuz we were volunteering in a hospital, so it was a very different type of trip. And the people that we worked with were locals and they took us under their wings and just like Really, we got to see a, such a cool side of Tanzania that I don't think we would have had if we went as just tourists. Correct. Correct. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's different. It wasn't like we got off the plane and went and explored on our own. Like we were picked up by the locals, 
driven to our place. And then they made sure that we had a complete cultural experience. And then also being able to be in the hospital and talk to the locals and hear their stories. And it just really, it really made Tanzania stand out Mm -hmm. and shameless plug the entire, uh, Tanzania series for YouTube is coming out here very soon. So stay tuned for that on our YouTube channel. We just finished watching them last night and the videos are amazing. And we, we documented the whole experience. It's, I cannot wait to share it. It's honestly some of my favorite videos you've ever edited. Yeah. Um, and also Tanzania, I mean, Tanzania is a huge country. So Mm -hmm. we stayed in Dar es Salaam, which is a big city and it's a big city. It's on the Indian ocean Lots of hustle and bustle, mm-hmm. lots of markets. Um, I was really impressed with the food. Yeah. They eat a lot of like rice and beans. Like every day for at work, we had the same, the same food: rice and beans and banana stew, which sounds Ooh, weird, but oh so my good. gosh, I miss it. Savory, oh, so good. Um, but then also we left the city and we got to go on a safari. So Tanzania is the gateway into the Serengeti. Mm-hmm. So you want to go on a safari? Like that's the country you're going to want to go into. And it and borders it was- Kenya. So it's like you're right in the mix of like one of the best safari experiences you can have. And what I think was really interesting to me was when we went on our safari, I didn't feel like I was actually in Africa. Mm-hmm. It was such a different climate. You know, it was in the mountains and Kilimanjaro was there mm-hmm. and it was like, it was cold at night yeah. and it was beautiful and green and really just, lush. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like, wow, are we in the same country? And very different than the city we had been staying in to work. So Correct. it was a really cool to see different sides of the country and mm-hmm. then we were in the, the middle of I mean it was pretty much the country all there were were like mountains in the Maasai tribe I mean it was such a cool experience and then we also got to go to Zanzibar which is this amazing island off of Tanzania some of the bluest water we were watching the video last night and I'm like did you edit this color I didn't mean didn't touch it it is like the bluest, like turquoise water, white sandy beaches. It really is. It just kind of has like a little bit of everything. And for me, it always goes back to those, the people made that experience everything for me. Well, that's what we just said in the cruise thing answer was that was so cultural that you'll never get that experience again, mm-hmm. ever. And so that's what really said it. What did that have to do with the cruise? I don't how we were saying that like in the cruise we were just bouncing around we were just in the touristy sections like going 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 we weren't able to just venture off and get that cultural experience to whereas Tanzania bumped it up to number like three I'd even bump it up higher um because of that cultural experience 100 percent yeah Tanzania we love you we're gonna go back and hike Kilimanjaro yes we are one day I'm really excited okay number four Four is gonna be so I think it's kind of a tie in a, a, between Italy France. and France because we got to go to each on our cruise. Mm-hmm. And we went to Sicily, we went to Tuscany, we went to Rome. We got to really bounce around. We went to um, Marseille and Avignon. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. And we've, we've, all, we've gone back to and have gone to Paris on our own. So we've had little tastes. But I'll say though Italy and especially is a place that I cannot wait to sink my teeth into. Dive into, And yeah. just really 
be there, just be there and not, cause we were just kind of like Bouncing. eight hours here, you know, five hours here. So that is one place I am so excited when we start our trip next month, um, we're going to spend some real good time in Italy. Yeah. I cannot wait. Just the, I mean, for obvious reasons, the people, the food, it's beautiful, which side note, funny story when we were there, we did a, a tour up the Amalfi Coast, mm-hmm. which was insanely beautiful and terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was literally crying. And before we had ever, or when we went to Italy, we had never been to California before. Correct. And we're like, this is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And like the olive trees and the vineyards and the, the water and the cliffs mm-hmm. and all the things. And we're like, this is the most beautiful place we've ever been. And um, and then we came out to California from there. And we're like, this looks like Italy. Well, the people on the tour bus actually said we traveled all the way across the country to see what was actually in our backyard the whole time. Right. And they were from California. Right. And we were like, huh. Right. Interesting. Yeah, it was. But it's, again, it has all the other aspects of like what Italy has. Right. But it was just a funny thing of like, wow, you know, because we had never seen anything like that. And California is an incredibly beautiful country or it is. state. Northern. So. Is, Northern, the, yeah. Yeah, cliffs and stuff. But yeah. Okay. So Italy, France is in the tie. I mean, I, I have to throw in Spain if I'm going to. I really enjoyed Spain. Yeah, me I like the culture there. I like the food there. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the architecture there. Um, so I would definitely throw that in. And I think a weird one that you guys probably would never imagine us say is Canada. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Canada. And we've only done um, British, Columbia. British Columbia. But that really stands out to me. One, because we live 10 minutes from the border. Um, when we were taking a contract in Bellingham. And so we really, we would drive into Canada just to go eat sushi and then come home. So we really got to dive into it. We went to Vancouver. We went to Victoria. We went to Whistler. Mm-hmm. We did the drive up to Whistler. We, I mean, Whistler was amazing. I'll say that, and we have a bunch of Canada videos on our YouTube channel. We do. Check those out. Actually, those are some of my favorite videos. But mm-hmm. I think that British Columbia is one of the most beautiful places. If not at this point, I think I think we're going to change our minds when we go to New Zealand. Hundred percent. But I think New Zealand's going to be really similar. Mm-hmm. But just like the mountains and the water and the green and the trees, it is. British Columbia is the most beautiful place I've the ever waterfalls, seen. The waterfalls. Oh my gosh. The hiking, the adventures. Ugh. I mean, it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. I love Canada. And on our on our um, year trip, one of the orange series is in Alberta. Alberta, which I'm very excited about because we have been really wanting to go to Banff, mm-hmm. which we've never been, and that's in Alberta. So mm-hmm. that will be pretty cool. Absolutely. So looking forward to that. There are uh, orange series in like Victoria and Vancouver as well, but we're no, gonna... we've already been. I, I want to go I, somewhere new. I know, but I love it there. So anyway. Maybe we'll go back. Debate. Maybe we'll get an RV. You never Ooh, know. You never know. You never know what can happen. Absolutely. So okay. is that all five? That's the five. Okay. Okay. And then I feel like we should do an updated one 100%. a few months into our trip. Well, I mean, we're about to tackle South America, which you and I have never been to. We've never been. So you got Costa, Colombia, Guatemala, I mean, Guatemala Nicaragua, I'm, Ecuador. I'm, I'm honestly surprisingly... Chile. So excited for Colombia. Me too. I, I think it's, you know, it, it has a bad rap. And I think, you know, people think of like the cartel and cocaine and all that from the movies. And I'm sure that there, obviously there's areas, but it's, 
it has a bad reputation, but all the travelers that I've talked to rave about Colombia mm-hmm. and just say it is the coolest place. The food's amazing. The people, it's beautiful. It's like these bright colors, mm-hmm. the coffee, everything. So that's what that's one place I'm really surprised of how excited I am to Me get too. there. And Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Who knew? I've never thought about Guatemala. It's never been on my radar at mm-hmm. all. And there's an orange theory in Guatemala. So that's on the list of places and it's right next to Mexico. And so we'll be going through there anyways. And so I started to research as I do. And I got into the Girls Love Travel Group, which pro tip, Mm. that is is such a great resource. Mm -hmm. Such a great resource for all travelers. I mean, I literally posted in there about our trip and what we're going to be doing and asking for tips about traveling through South America, budget stuff, because we've never been. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds hundreds of comments that are just helpful tips and places to go and how to get around and like it's just such a great resource so Mm -hmm. side note if join that facebook group it's free it's amazing but so many people were talking about guatemala like it's cheap it's beautiful there's a apparently an awesome volcano you can hike there fuego which i think we're gonna do and uh just all these like like cool things to do in that area and then Ecuador, Nicaragua, like all these places that I know about, but it's never been like, I want to go there, you Mm -hmm. know, but we're going to be there. And so we're going to slowly make our way. And I'm just excited to experience all these like very different places. Not even to mention throwing it out there that like Lima, Peru. I mean, those are obvious. Chile, like all those awesome places with the food, the culture, the colors, everything. I, I mean, it's, I've, I was funny because we've, we, like Kim said, we've never been like, I mean, we've always talked about going to South America. We've always talked about it, but it was never like the top of our list. And now that we've been planning it, I'm actually like, why haven't we done it before? But I'm excited to do it now because I feel like we're in the right place to do it. Yeah. And it's super cheap. And mm-hmm. I think that's one really cool thing if you are, you know, um, on a budget, which most people who do long-term travel are, it's a, your money goes a long way depending on where you are in the, in, in South America, obviously like Chile's more expensive than Peru. Um, but for the most part, your money will go a long way. And so it's cool because we'll get to Mexico city. We're starting there on four, four, and then we'll slowly travel and we don't have any place we have to be until May 18th mm-hmm. to meet our group, our tw- 20 of our closest travel friends to hike the Inca trail together. And so we get to slowly make our that. way to Peru and then kind of go on from there. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And Lima is the food capital of South America. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tear it up. Some ceviche. Oh my gosh. I know. Quinoa. Food tours. Oh my, yes. That's another pro What's tip. What's the drink? Pisco? Pisco. Pisco. It's like their alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but another pro tip, and we'll end it with this, is that everywhere we go, for the most part, we're going to try to do a food tour because I think that's the the when we first get there because I think that's such a great way to get a lay of the land you have a local guide and you get to go to all these different places try the food and what I do I take it to another level is I always like to walk like with the guide like I'm that person like the teacher's pet I kind of like the private tour though 
Well, obviously, if you can, but most of the time you you don't and you're in a group or whatever. But I always try to really get in good with the guide. And I like to just pick their brain and ask them questions of like, you know, where would you go for the best cup of coffee? Or like, where would you take your friends if you were going out to dinner on a Friday night? And then like getting a list of places because then when the tour is over, you can go back and try all the places that the right. local guide has recommended. So I think that's such a great tip. Well, yeah. I mean, when we were in Barcelona, our food tour guide pointed out three or four places that we were totally off base. And of course, it's kind of funny now you're I'm, I'm literally kicking myself thinking, yeah, like that's so stupid. To, I went to TripAdvisor and I went to all those things and who's loading up TripAdvisor? It's tourists. Yep. So obviously that's the number one rated tourist place on, you know, that you and I would go check out, but, and they were good restaurants, but they weren't local places that locals know about. And right. so that's what I want. And he I was agree. pointing out, oh, locals line up at 5 a.m. to get into this bakery. And we we're like, are you kidding me? Like, that's where I want to be going. And we made the rookie mistake. And <laughs> I think this is how, like, again, you you learn as you go. But, but our mistake was that we booked that tour, the food tour, on our last day. Yep. So there was no time to circle back. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Like, we will never do that again. We will always do it first. Mm-hmm. Because we would have went to all these places. And there's nothing better than having local recommendations and one and you can ask you know wherever you go for recommendations but having that one-on-one for a couple of hours where you can utilize your time to really pick their brain i think is such a great tip. well and i have a, i have actually a question for you because what? i actually don't know this and i never oh, asked Lord. this but when you book food tours like for instance the um what was the food tour we took in barcelona it was pecking or what do they call it? Wanderbeek. Wanderbeek, yeah. right? They were so fantastic. that was literally a local who designed his own tour. So it wasn't like the tour company went in there and said, this is where we're going to go. He walked around to his favorite places and talked to the chefs and the owners himself. And then he designed the tour. But he was a local gentleman that did this. Yep. That was so awesome, and I don't know if they're all like that, so you would be the one to ask that to, because I think picking that to where, because we asked them, how did you pick these places? He says, well, these are my favorite restaurants. This is these where are, I take my friends. These are where I take my friends, and that's where I wanted to bring outsiders so they get to experience the real culture. Yeah, and so that's that's what I do, is I really... I, I Google like the top like, or like you Google like food tours wherever you're going and then I get a list of the ones that are available and then I dive into each one and see what feels like more of a local vibe which one is talking to me which one sounds like the best experience and then I kind of just go from there or another great tip is YouTubers, like people that we follow, that if they've gone on a food tour and I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing and I and, and I trust them and, and I like them and they had a good experience. Like I know I'm like for for instance a Mexico City, there's a, a blogger that I follow that recommends this tour and I'm like, that's who I'm gonna go through. You mm-hmm. know, or you know Karen Nate. Exactly. It's in like India. Yeah. Like we're gonna book through them. And so I you you kind of just like do the research and then you pick the ones that feel the that right. are gonna best suit what you're what kind of experience you're trying to have. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. I don't wanna go to any sit down dinners or any like I wanna go where the locals go and have the most local experience. 
authentic yeah. experience that I can. Right. Whereas some people might want to have like more of a tasting bougie experience and that's okay too, but that's just not personally what I'm looking for when I'm trying to pick the best food tour. Right. I you, want to go to the street food. Well, I want to, you know. If you're going, if you're in a uh, food tour in Spain and they're taking you to have sangria and not telling you that sangria is not necessarily a Spanish thing that they drink in Spain, it's more of a touristy, low quality wine, Right. Well, yeah, because that's where sangria came from. And, you know, we like sangria. It's good. But sangria started, I think, where do you say, in Valencia or Sevilla. Southern Sevilla. And it basically began as the poor people's wine because they would take all of, like, the cheap kind of eh wine and they would add fruit and different things to it to try to make it taste better and so that's where sangria even came about but most people in spain do not drink sangria because it is not considered the best wine correct which i thought was very interesting i right. didn't know that but our guide told us and he that. was like we won't be going to anywhere yeah, like, i'm not you guys i'm not letting you have sangria like we're gonna have good spanish wine right and that's, i thought and i right. appreciate that i did too yeah so, yeah. 100%. All right. Well, we actually didn't get to any of the other questions. Which is good because we'll have it for other things. I mean, yeah. any, any, just a forewarning, if you guys write us any sort of questions about travel, just know that Kim and I are going to take it to the next level. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we could talk for hours on travel. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> right. But we're not going to try to get four or five questions no, in. No, because that's just going to be too long. So we'll leave it here. And then um, we'll pick it up again with some more questions in the next couple of episodes. Yeah, that'd be good. And um, yeah, in the meantime, if you guys want to follow along with our adventures, check out our YouTube channel, Kim and Aaron G. Kim and Aaron, E-R-R-A-N. We're going to be uploading uh, some videos from Africa, like we said before, coming soon. And we also have some videos from Canada, Southeast Asia, Bali, Thailand, all the places we went when we traveled a couple years ago. So check that out. And leave us a review. Share, Share it with, with your, your friends. friends. Oh, and yeah. we will see you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs>